18. Say, I'm not a regular being. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. So we know earlier he got baptized in the Spirit, right? But now uh, that Spirit being in me and that Spirit being upon me are two different things. Because now when the Spirit is upon me, there's some things that got to take place. There's some things that I'm responsible for handling. Luke 14, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. You ain't got to be poor no more. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that ain't good news. I don't know what good news is. Because we, we could solve the homeless problem if the homeless uh, knew that they, they actually did have a home. And that they knew that they didn't have to live the way that they live and that they knew they didn't have to be poor no more because of what they possess. That they always have a home in him. Only time you're homeless is when you don't know where your home at. But when you know where your home at, I can never be homeless. I cannot have a house to my name, but I guarantee you I ain't homeless. Because I know who I'm in. Come on. Come on. Let's turn to Genesis. Let's turn to Genesis. You know, you know, you know, I don't eat Cheerios, but I ate my Cheerios this morning. Let's turn to Genesis. Chapter 1. Because First Lady gave y'all three words last Sunday. Anybody remember what they were? Somebody ain't got them. Focus, flow, and finish. Focus, flow, and finish. Those are the three um, words that you need to eat, uh, breathe, and sleep in uh, for the rest of your life. Focus, flow, and finish. Because there's some demonstration and some manifestation that has to take place in your life. Because if not, uh, then you become a bad uh, or a false carrier of who God is. Because I can't continue to say who I am and not show the fruit of who I am. Say, my life has to have growth and it got to have fruit. And that fruit got to grow. No, say, say that part too. For that fruit to grow, who got to grow? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't care how, uh, how bad the fruit want to get here. It can't get here to that tree grow into the fullness that it needs to be for that fruit to be able to produce. And so we have to mature to a level to where that fruit uh, becomes undeniable. You walk by and you see that the tree that I am the fruit show you that thing. So I ain't got to go around doing a lot of talking about, you know, I'm an apple tree, you know, I'm an orange tree, you know, I'm a fig. No. You see what it is. I ain't got to say nothing. You see what it is. You know, you know what time it is. And so now we go and, 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 and we as believers, we get to uh, use our words more properly. 
because we use too much language trying to proclaim and convince people of something that we are not convinced of ourselves. And so now I can save my words bloviating about the God I serve, and I can actually use those words to explain and express and testify about the God that I serve based on the fruit that I possess. And not only the fruit that I possess, but the tree that I am. That's, come on, Genesis 1. Somebody say demonstration, demonstration. and manifestation. Uh, let's go to verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air. You know, I got like this. We talked about this one. I like this one because it got over here eight times. So anytime you're feeling under, you need to slap yourself and say, get over. Go ahead, slap yourself right now. Say, get over. Some of y'all ain't slap yourselves. Go ahead, get over, get over. Be like them, uh, that's what they say, them crazy people, they be hitting themselves and stuff. Sometimes you gotta get a little crazy. Got, hold on, I got the ring on this hand, hold on. Hit yourself. Get over, because I need to snap out of it. I need to see, hold on, I'm tripping. This ain't really who I am. I gotta, I gotta understand the kind of image that I carry. And so, come on, let's, let's go, come on, let's, let's keep reading. So make sure you underline, if you ain't underlined them already, all the overs that's in this passage. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man, say God created me, in his own image, in the image of him created he me. So three words I want you to write down this morning. I want you to write down image, imagery, and Im imagination. Image, imagery, and imagination. And so let's go back. Um, verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. So now if God and what do we like to call God? Okay, that's good. I'm happy y'all know him as y'all father now. That means we're getting somewhere. But you know, we refer to him as creator. And so now, if the creator made me in his image, then if I am to walk like my father, then I must be a creator too. So there is a creative spirit that lives on the inside of you. Creativity is built into your DNA. And so in order for creativity to take place, the atmosphere gotta be right. Come on, come on. Let's go back, let's go back up. Because we got, we, we got all the way down to the 26th verse before he created us but he created some things before that. So that's why even in my life, when I feel like I need to be trying to find the spots in my life where there is voidness, where there is barrenness, because that's the perfect conditions for creativity to take place. 
So if they got, if they got something I received, they got something that don't seem like it's working right. That don't seem like life is coming from it. That's the things I need to be trying to find out, pinpoint where those things at in my life, because those are the ground for creativity to take place. Come on, let's go, let's go to verse one. So I want to speak to the barrenness this morning. If they got any barrenness in your life this morning, I speak life into those barren places. So what a spirit of God touch those things and make those things alive again. If they got some stuff in your body that ain't working right, I release the spirit to go in there and to bring life back to those things. You trying to conceive a child? I speak life to your inward parts. To where there will be no more barrenness, but it'll be proving ground to show that there is one true living God. God will take your barrenness and bring a blessing. But I gotta, I gotta own up to that barrenness. I gotta own up to where they got some lack at. I got, I gotta be honest with myself that they got some stuff in here. It ain't really like I want it to be, but I gotta understand that it ain't gonna be like this for long. But I gotta be honest with me about what it is. Because if I can't be honest with me, then I can't be honest with him. And so he can't move on my behalf if I'm not honest with him. Because there's still something I'm trying to hide or cover up. Or I'm trying to pretend like everything all right. Let me put on my church face. How you doing this morning? Nice to see you. But on the inside, I'm broken down. But, obviously, but if I don't admit to him what it is that's missing, then he can't move on my behalf. Come on. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. I go to verse 1. I got, I got a lot to get to. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So he created the thing, but then the thing didn't have form or there was voidness or barrenness on the thing that he created. So if there's something that isn't formed how I believe that it should be formed, then I have power to create what's not there. Because I am one with my father. I'm made in his image. So the same way that he is, I am. So, <laughs> so wherever I go, I am. I don't have to try to be, I am. When I go there, I already am. I don't have to try to move and, and, and tussle with nobody to try to make myself known. I already am. I'm already accepted into the beloved. Like, I already am everything that I want to be and everything that I'm looking for. I'm already, say, I'm already it. And so now, I go and I am. So now, let's, let's, let's read. Come on. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And then, so now, when there's voidness, now I have to create an atmosphere for creativity to take place. Because without the atmosphere being set, what it is that I speak can't take place. And so now, so now, let's keep reading. The spirit moved on the water. 
God set the atmosphere for creativity to take place. Because I got to remember that the Holy Spirit is my partner. So if I need to create, then I got to co-work with my partner. It's time for us to get together. And so now I got to understand his point and I got to understand my part. The same way God understood his part and the Holy Spirit understood his part, you got to understand your part. So the Holy Spirit know his part. He don't need your help figuring out his part. You need his help figuring out your part. But you got to work with him. And so now, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, don't even much matter. It don't even much matter what he said. The only part that matters is that he said it. The atmosphere was right, so now the word that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. And so it don't matter what it is, it got to come into existence. Because the very life force that's in me is breathing those words out of me. What, what happens when the word and the wind collide? What happens when the wind and the water collide? We're talking spirit talk now. Because your identity is spiritual. Like, you know, you can, you can uh, figure out a lot of things about your personality, but your identity and your personality are two different things. Your identity has to be revealed to you. Your personality could be influenced. Because I remember, even today, you know, our personality is influenced. The way that we act and stuff is influenced by a lot of other things. But you know, if you hang around somebody long enough, then their personality gets off on you. Things that they say, their mannerisms, how they move, it starts, you start seeing yourself doing some of those things. Some things that I never thought I'd say, I'm hanging around a person, all of a sudden I start saying it too, and I'm like, hold on, what am I saying? But it's just because I'm in close proximity with that person to where my personality is influenced. But my identity got to influence my personality. I can't let my personality influence my identity. My identity has to be revealed to me. It gotta be if, it, if it's a spiritual thing, if, if I'm made in his image and his likeness, then that's a spiritual image. And so I can't use the iPhone or the Google Pixel or the Android to reveal my identity to me. Because it can't. As, because you know, I, I, I like the way that we created. Because, you know, I've gone someplace and I've seen some things, and the way that your eye works is way better and far superior than the best cameras that they got out there. I don't care if they got 8K cameras, your eyes are better than them 8K cameras. Because I could see things standing on a uh, mountain uh, in, the, in, 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 in Costa Rica, I could see things that the camera just couldn't pick up. I don't care how many pixels it is. It ain't got more pixels than you. Like you way better than anything you possess. So your iPhone ain't better than you. You tell your iPhone what to do. You tell it how to work. But your identity got to be revealed of the spirit. Let's turn to John chapter 14. John 14. So I got to be 
swift to, swift to, swift to hear and slow to speak, but I got to know when to speak. Will you let God teach you this morning? Learn from the goat. If this is how I do things, and I created you in my image, in my identity, then you should suppose, well, you're supposed to do things like I do things. So now, I have to understand, like I have to speak with the voice of Jesus. I gotta know that my words got power. I gotta know that they can't return to me void. They gotta accomplish the very thing that I sent it to. Because now, we, if we're talking God talk, we're talking you talk. Say, I'm made in, I am made in his image. So, say, same image. His image is my image. You see him, you see me. So, could it be that God is in every one of us? Can we all agree on that, right? We, uh, we Bible-toting uh, Jesus believers, right? So, God is in all of us, right? So, I hope. <laughs> That's old school right there. I hope, I hope he in all of us. But he's in all of us. And so now, I have to be able to understand that the same God that's in me is in you. And so now, I treat you the way that I treat me. That's why it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your, and the second commandment is like unto it, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Because you're still loving the same thing. Yes, sir. Because you loving God is you loving you. And you loving you is you loving your neighbor. Because God is love, right? So I remember we did this on Red 30. So God, the Lord your God, with all your heart. Because love is God, right? So God is a being. So you should guide them. What does it mean to guide somebody? No, I didn't say God, I said God. To guide somebody. I'ma guide you. I'ma guide the hell out of you. Because God is love. So I'ma guide you regardless of how you feel about it. Because he in me and he in you. So now uh, the God that's in me makes contact with the God that's in you. And so now I don't see you as Philip, but I see you for the God that you are. <sighs> are you seeing this? I want to make sure it's clear. And so now, my words carry uh, a different kind of weight when I'm hooked up, 
with the Holy Spirit. That's why in John 6, 63, it says the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Because the spirit quickened it. Scripture with, the scripture without the spirit ain't nothing. Your words without the spirit ain't nothing. God speaking without the spirit moving ain't nothing. But now when the spirit is involved, it gives life to those very things. And so there's some things that you've been trying to revive in your life, but you ain't been using the right kind of wind. Just think about when you resuscitate somebody. There has to be some breath that takes place in order to bring out whatever it is that's stopping life from coming out. But what I'm doing is I'm breathing life in to revive the life that's already in there. And so now when I speak those things, those things got to be coated with spirit because that's what a life is. If you're speaking the word without the spirit, you're speaking the dead word. And so now, if you've been trying to revive some things without the spirit in there, now you understand why they ain't been living because you've been reviving them with a dead word. Because I don't care how many scriptures you know, if you ain't got no spirit in them scriptures, if them scriptures ain't real to you, you could, you could read them and quote them till you blew in the face. They don't mean nothing. They can't cut nothing. They can't go nowhere because they ain't got no power with them. But now when I quote them with the spirit, it's time for something that wasn't there to happen. How? Can, can, can these dry bones live? Let's, let's turn Ezekiel right quick. Let's turn Ezekiel right quick. Ezekiel 37. Because now we're about, we about to see what revival really means. So there's about to be some revival that takes place in your life. There's been some situations that you've been speaking to, <laughs> but you've been, you've been speaking dead words. You've been, you've been, you've been speaking words that ain't uh, got the power to bring life back into that thing. So, I don't, so even if you've been praying for your family members to do this or come back and do this and that, if there's no spirit coded in that thing, then the life can't come there. But, like, it's, if, if, if I'm going to be like God, then let me be like God. Don't be like God when it suits you or it makes other people comfortable for you to be like God. Like, I'm going to be like God 24-7. If he made me in his image, I don't think he did something on accident. I don't think he did something uh, just to say, you know, I made you like me. No, I made you like mate for you to function like me. And so now I need your mouth to be my mouthpiece. God needs your life to be his life piece. He, you know, you, uh, you know, because uh, what do we call God? Father, all right. Y'all was a little confused that time. Father. So do you remember? Happy y'all said that earlier. Uh, do you, you know how they got some parents that be trying to live uh, through their children? You know, you know, because, you know, they might not have made it or they might not have got all the breaks or opportunities that they had. So I'm going to give you all these opportunities. I'm going to live, you know, my dreams and stuff through you. Because they ain't made it. But, you know, your father, he did make it. But the same way those parents want to live through their children, he 
want to live through you. Because I think we need to give a different connotation about giving our life to Christ. <laughs> it don't mean that I just kind of, you know, jump in his arms like, Woo! thank you, Jesus. Now I ain't got to go to hell. It means that, here, take it. It's yours. Use it how you want to use it. Flow how you want to flow. Say, say, God, God live, your life live your life through me. Express yourself, Express yourself through my life. My life, my life. Ain't, my life ain't my life, but it's your life. It's your life. Do with it what you want to do with it. It's a different ball game. When, uh, cause I want you to act like, I want you, I need you to use your imagination this morning. Uh, and let me go to the other, you know what Image, imagery, and imagination. Imagery is just a description of what the image is. It gives you a visual description of what it is. But the imagery ain't the image. It just kind of tells you about the image. And so now I can't let imagery uh, take away from my image. And I can't let nobody add nothing else in that description <laughs> that ain't who I am. So it don't matter what nobody tries to attach to you. If it ain't in your image, it don't matter what they say. So, you know, uh, you can't let people have your life like Wikipedia. You know, Wikipedia, anybody can edit it. Anybody can go add whatever they want to add. And so with a description, you could do that. But with an image, you can't. Because even, all right, let me go, let me go, let me go back to my roots. Photoshop. You know, they used to call me photo. Even with an image, there's metadata in that image. Even if you go and edit and alter that image, we know that this ain't the original thing. Because there's, there's nuggets in here that let us know that something was done to this. This not the original one that was taken. And so uh, even if there's people that's tried to put other stuff and edit your image, your image is still your image. You gotta, you gotta delete all them other layers off of your image. You gotta delete all them other things they're trying to put on you and understand who the true you is. Like, that stuff don't matter. Like, people trying to tell you, you know, you this, you that. No, 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 you don't even know who I am. That's why I don't even be trying to be understood by people. Like, I don't. Whether you understand me or not, that ain't none of my business. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Because, you know, if people can understand you, that means that you ain't really you. That means that you, you who they want you to be. Because if God can't be put in a box, you can't be put in a box. So even when I feel like, I, even my ethnicity, you can't put my ethnicity in a box. I ain't black, white, Caucasian, I ain't none of that. I'm a God. Next time I feel out something, I ain't feeling out no ethnicity. I'm feeling out I'm a God. I'm feeling out other. I'm a God. I ain't from, I ain't from here. You can't put me in no category. I'm, I'm, I'm infinite. Because I'm like my father. The same way he is, I am. 
Because God's image is bigger than whatever addiction that you got. Whatever problem you got, he bigger than that. I like something that LSC said last week. Uh, I even I commented on the uh, on the stream. I was watching the stream last week, and some people thought somebody was uh, playing games. They were like, "This really passed on here?" I'm like, "Yeah, that was me on there." But I was on there, and there's one thing that he said. Uh, he said, uh, "Depression is a mental obsession." And the spirit said, "Yeah, it's a mental obsession of the wrong thing." Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because when you have a mental obsession about something that ain't real, then you're going to get depressed about that thing. And so now the wrong thing is actually the wrong image. When you got your focus on the wrong image, that's when you all. And so that's why it don't matter what comes up against you because of who I am, my focus is on my image. So, we just taking photo classes today. So, uh, <laughs> so what needs to happen is you need to stop obsessing about that image and start focusing on your image. Because what you focus on so sometimes you need to do a, a two-finger zoom. You need to zoom in on your image. You need to zoom out and X out of that other image that, 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 that's standing in front of you and start zooming in on who you truly are. Because God's image is bigger than anything that you could face. And so if his image is bigger than it, say it loud. You got to know that you know that you know. You got to have confidence and a boldness. You got to know that your image is bigger than anything that you encounter. Yes, sir. And so now, whatever you're facing, my image is bigger than that image. And so now, I'm not even looking at that image, but I'm focusing on my image. Looking under Jesus, the author and finisher of my faith. Yes, That's the image that I'm looking at. I'm not looking at nothing else but that. Something trying to come up in my, in, my, in my viewpoint, I'm not looking. I ain't paying you no attention because I'm focused on my image. And so now, whatever you go through in life, it ain't final until... You finish. Even if it looks like it's about to be over. It ain't finished until you finish. Like, if you get in a fight, I ain't done whipping your behind until I'm, re I'm good and ready done. Until I'm finished, right. we're going to keep fighting. Yes, I, don't, I don't care if you're unconscious. I'm going to keep beating you in the head yeah, yeah, yeah. until I'm finished. Yes, sir. I was watching a fight last night, and, and, and uh, I, I was watching UFC, and the boy got a cut, and so the doctor uh, finished it. But that ain't your life. Can't nobody stop nothing until you. Because if he said it is finished, then that's my life. And so now, if it ain't finished till I finish, he finished it, but this thing, it's not final until I'm finished. Until I've 
been or I've put my stamp on this thing and made this thing what I want it to be. I've came out victorious in this thing. It ain't done until I'm finished. And so I don't care what nobody say. Oh no, that's it right there. It's over with. You about to uh uh? You say say goodbye? No 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 no. I ain't done yet. I ain't done yet. Cause you know, uh, it, it, I don't know if some of y'all been in a fight before, but uh, there's a. No, I mean like a fight. I don't mean like, you know, I don't mean like this new NBA where you just kind of tussle a little bit and they say you fought. I'm talking about, you know, tearing it down. Tearing it down. We in BR, tearing it down. But when you tear it down, like they got to pull me off of you. Because I ain't ending until it's over with. Until I get, until I get tired. I'm, I'm tired of I'm tired of whipping you, so I'm I'm, I'm done now. That's right. Not not because not your life needs to be saved, because I, I'm just tired of whipping you. That's your life from this day forward. Don't nothing end until you're ready for it to end. Don't ain't nothing done until you're ready for it to be done. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what's stacked up against you. I don't care how big that wall is. It ain't over. Until I'm finished with it. I'll take that wall down brick by brick if I got to. But it ain't over until I'm finished with it. But now I go from another point and I go to Mark and I, I, I speak to the wall. Or I speak to the mountain. And tell it, get out my way. I ain't got time to go brick by brick. But you go ahead and get about your business. I'm going to speak to you how I need to speak to you because I got spirit and life in me. And so now the very thing that I speak, it got to come to pass. Let's turn to John 14 real quick. And I'm going to close. John 14. John 14, verse 15. Uh, bring, bring, up, bring, bring, bring it out for me, my, uh, my, uh, my cup and stuff. Uh, John 14, verse 15. If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. So say this, say this forever. forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not. Neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. So say the Spirit, the Spirit is, in me. is in me. All right. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. So the Spirit is in you. Jesus is in the Father. You are in him. And he is in you. All right. So the Spirit is in you. Jesus is in the Father. You and him, he and you. So let this be you, let this be Jesus. So if he and you, you and him, where's the difference? Where? Tell me where. If he and me, and I'm in him, separate the two. 
Because now, spirit in me, I'm in him, he in me, and he in the Father. Nothing can separate me from my Father. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what nobody do. You can't separate me from my oneness with the Father. And so now I must do everything I can to protect my oneness. Because as he is, who am I? Well, you know, the Bible preached for itself. As he is, so am I. So now uh, I have to protect my oneness. And so since we in Baton Rouge, uh, they got a song uh, that say, do what you do. But watch my shoes. You could get loose. But watch my shoes. You could dance with your move. But watch my shoes. And so in this situation, we're not gonna keep going. We're not gonna keep going. We're not we will stop right there. We will stop. We will, we will stop right there. We will stop right there. But in this instance. Your shoes is your oneness with the Father. You could do what you do, but you better not mess with my oneness with the Father. I don't care what you believe. Keep all that over there. Don't try to put in me what's in you because I already got what's in me that needs to be in me. The Spirit is in me. Jesus is in me. He and the Father. I'm in him. We all in this thing together. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you can't separate me from none of them. Me and the spirit, we together. Me and Jesus, we together. All of us together, because all of us are in the Father. And so now that's the image that I carry. I carry the image of my oneness with the Father. And so can't nothing take away from my oneness. And I can't let nothing try to eat away at my oneness. I got to know that I am one with the Father. No matter what come up in life, my oneness got to be on my mind. So now when, uh, when something comes up, I don't let that thing tell me about who I am. I tell that thing who I am. I'm gonna put my, say I'm gonna put my oneness on it. I'm gonna put my image on it. So even if you think about just a regular image, if you put your facial feature or whatever, you put your image on something. When you put your image on something, it's marked. I own this. That thing that tried to own you, you own it. That thing that tried to tell you that you wasn't gonna make it, yeah. You yeah. mine now. Yeah. Yeah. I own you. Right. I, 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 I be the pappy. Yeah. I be the pappy, boss. Yeah. You got to own that thing. Yes, sir. You got to own up to it. Uh-uh. You not going to come in my life and try to tell me something other than who I am. All right. All right. I don't care how... Uh, how extravagant 
or how uh, detrimental you try to make yourself appear, you're not gonna tell me nothing else different than who I am. I don't care. I don't, I don't care what you try to use to come up and tell me something different. I don't care what situations you try to hit me with. I'm still standing. I'm still here. You can't beat me. I'm undefeated. Try me. You ain't gonna win. That's who you are. If if if, if God has ever lost a battle. And I'm made in his image. Who gonna beat me? What's gonna stop me? Tell me what. Because you gotta get to the point, and I'm gonna close right here. This is one of my, you know, this is one of my favorite scriptures. Uh, let's turn to Romans 8. Verse 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them who are called according to his purpose. And so now, uh, my loving God is my loving me. My loving me is me operating in the identity that he gave me. So you don't love God when you don't operate as you. Their lips They honor me, but their hearts are far from me. So you could talk about how much you love Jesus, how much you love God, how much you say sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. But if you don't stand up and be who he created you to be, you can shut up all that talking. We're not, we not trying to hear it. Stop talking and just be. Be who he created you to be. Let the Holy Spirit reveal your identity to you. Because the Holy Spirit is here to reveal Jesus to us, right? So if he's here to reveal Jesus to us, who is he here to reveal to us? He's here to reveal you. Because you made in his image. Verse 26, he said our image. So it was all three of them. Jesus was there too. So if he here to reveal Jesus, the image of Jesus is the image of God. And so it's all the same anyway. And so now if he's revealing Jesus, then he really revealing you. He dead. He dead and live that. Say, I'm going to walk out these doors today. And I'm going to be who God created me to be. Y'all not throwing up gang signs like y'all need to be. I'm not just, I'm not just saying it. I got, I, got, I got hand action and motion with it. When I walk out these doors today, I'm going to be who God created me to be.